Welcome to Own Your Edge with Dr. D, the podcast that guides you to becoming a bold, inspired, and redesigned thinker in business, work, and life. And now your host, Dr. D. Welcome to Own Your Edge with our new series called Making Headway with Your Inner Dialogue, Six Ways of Taking Charge of Your Inner Critic. I am Dr. D and I'm your host for Own Your Edge. The title of this episode is You Are Who You Think You Are. One of the greatest tools on the journey of owning your edge is your mind. Therefore, I'm devoting six episodes in this series to dive into how you can navigate barriers to get in your way of finding your originator, freedom, and inspiration. This series is called Making Your Headway with Your Inner Dialogue because it's the best place for us to start. Look at the show notes at the end for my coaching strategies and links to resources. And do practice because practice will make you the originator you're meant to be. This podcast is about taking bold, inspired steps in your life, business, and leadership. Remember, originators develop an abundance and resourceful mindset. It allows them to increase their income, find new opportunities, explore new adventures, travel, and make more positive relationships in your life. So I'm excited to take this journey with you. What I desire for you is to become an originator on your path and to inspire others to make the best practices also. Being an originator is not for everyone because it means challenging old thought patterns, designing your life deliberately, and developing practices that ignite your brilliance. It takes courage and resourcefulness to follow this podcast series. But on the other side, you have opened a whole new perspective on the way you're seeing the world. You will stop settling for less and instead be inspired to wake up when what is new for you in all the areas of your life, including financials, relationships, learning, traveling, and building your desired lifestyle. So I'm excited to take a journey in episode one, which is our inner dialogue. In this series of making your headway, with your inner dialogue, we are going to talk about what is your inner dialogue. Then we're going to talk about how do we navigate with it. Part three will be strategies to practice and redesign it. And part four, I'll share some resources for you to take forward. At the end, again, really look at the strategies so that you may record, listen to them and practice them daily. So what is this internal dialogue or the voice inside our head? Well, it's considered a monologue and it's a result of certain brain mechanisms that just simply cause yourself to hear yourself and you actually hear language. For some people, it's sometimes associated with a picture also. Research shows the average frequency of inner speaking varies For some people, it's 23% of the time, all the way up to 100% of the time. And it's correlated with how much mindfulness or how much practice they are using. What is fascinating about this whole journey of your inner dialogue is that it was studied as far back as Plato. And in the 1890s, William James is one of the pioneers that said, to attempt introspective analysis, we must stop the spinning of the language in her head to catch the motion and turn it from darkness to positivity. Later in research, you'll find that there was a man named J.B. Watson, and he saw inner speech as the way that we can actually use inner thinking 
to gradually reduce speech that doesn't work for us and change it so that it does work for us. And he did this in 1913. He was talking about that, which is very fascinating. So the inner dialogue, most everyone has, there are a percentage of people that do not, and they have found out it's rare, but it happens. Our inner dialogue is our imagined interactions, and it's how we see the world. They're based on programs, or as we say, thoughts. James Honeycutt, who is a professor at the University of Texas, says people imagine dialogue and utilize that dialogue can have better relationships and greater empathy. They could be advantaged if they rehearse the dialogue that is positive in their presentations or interactions with people. But that's where we really want to start the journey. We want to get to know our dialogue and then change it. So how can we do this? That's our question. So we can identify it as the voice we hear. And what you're going to listen for is what is that thought that's coming up? They're very fast. Research says it's anywhere from 8,000 to 80,000 thoughts in a day. They are so fast, sometimes we can't catch them until we practice that. And the practice is called mindfulness. We want to clarify what we hear and ask ourselves, is what we are saying helpful or not helpful? And so, as we mentioned, some people have reduced the thought to 23%, but most people, it's 100% of thoughts coming in that they're not testing and not evaluating. So, the first thing we do is consciously change what we are thinking. And what does that mean? Well, it simply means you can assess what you're thinking by how you're feeling. Every thought creates an emotion or a batch of thoughts create an emotion. Under those thoughts is what we call beliefs. And beliefs, what we mean is values, our certainties, and our pathways. And under those are programs. And so those programs are what 95% of the day drives us. And so what we want to do is kind of take the tip of the iceberg and catch our thoughts to unveil what is the value or belief underneath it, change that belief if it's not helpful, and then we can start picking away the program. It's a fascinating process. And what's wonderful about it, all of us can do this. We all have access to do this. So one helpful tool I use with clients is what's called the cognitive distortions list. In this list, You can find on Google, you can look on Bell Transformations page. And if you're not a member of that, just contact me and get connected to that. That's Blue Egg Transformations. But cognitive distortions are the 10 or 11 common distortions people use. For example, one is black and white thinking or all or none thinking. And this is a thought when you have done something and maybe it's a mistake and you said, I have failed at this, and therefore anything I try to attempt with this will be a failure. Or maybe you got a grade on something and it was a B and you wanted an A. And so then you said, I get a B, I must fail at everything. That's all or none thinking. Another one people tend to love, and this is the one we're going to start working on, is taking things personally. So personalizing. So what you're going to do is write down some of your thoughts this week. And just notice, are they any of the cognitive distortions? 
are your thoughts a personalization? So personalization is when you literally read an an event or an interaction and say, they did this to me, or they must be thinking this about me. So I want you to start thinking about not taking things personally. And we'll talk more about this in our next episode, but it's really key for you to start really asking yourself, what is the thought that I have now? And again, what we could do is look for our feelings. If our feelings are angst, overwhelmness, or fear, or anger, we can assume then with 100% reality that that is coming from a thought. And here's the cool part. Number two, the strategy is you can change your reality by changing this thought. Ask yourself, was that thought helpful? Did that thought about that person, place, or thing create energy for me? Did it give me freedom or did it bring me joy? If it did not, and if instead it created angst or I feel overwhelmed or trapped, that is what we call a distortive thought or an inner critic. Other people in the coaching world refer to it as a gremlin. So we are simply strategy two is going to catch the thought as close to the interaction as possible and ask yourself, is that thought helpful? Now, you don't necessarily ask in front of a person. You simply ask internally or after interaction. Ask, what about the interaction was helpful? What was not? So the third strategy goes to us deciding to create a reality as originators. What I love about igniting the originator in you is that it unlocks your potential. Originators are the top 10% of financial earners, leaders, entrepreneurs, positive relationship builders, and just positive impact in the world. Their vocation is growing. And their vocation is making a contribution in the world through their intra-awareness of their own work. So number three or strategy three is as a thought comes up or if you notice interaction or notice an event, it could be a meeting, a discussion you had, step back when you have the opportunity to ask, as my thoughts create my reality, what would I like to see instead? If I take all the negativity aside out of this event, what would I like to see on the other side of this? What have I learned from this? And what would I need to let go? As we are processing these strategies, the main idea here and making your headway with who you are, who you think you are, is understanding your thoughts are your truth and you can change those thoughts. So what's really exciting as an originator, I want you to think about who do you want to be? Who do you want to show up as? And then ask yourself, what are the two or three thoughts that would create that? So if there's an area that you want to choose to develop more, pick that area specifically and decide this is the path I want to take. And so this is the thought. In coaching, we call those thoughts affirmations or mantras. And for those of you that know my Blue Egg Community of Transformations, it's a Facebook page. It's free. I have what we call focus wheels. And we use focus wheels to help guide those thoughts. And so 
what you want to do is practice one, two, or three of these strategies the next two weeks. We know that within two weeks, we see a big change in clients. And so it seems simple, but that's what's really neat about it. Everyone can do this. Everyone can start retraining your brain. Your neural pathways are made up by old programs that you started as a child. You can create a new neural pathway within 21 to 35 days. It just depends on how actively you get involved in these strategies. So as a coach, I have my clients and what I want you to do to get the most out of this is choose 15 minutes a day where you work on creating the thoughts that will create the originator you want to be. The originator you see yourself in the future being. It's just a thought away. And this is your first step into finding out how to do that. And with all good changes, there are different resources we can use. In this series, I want to recommend a few. And again, they'll be in the show notes, but it's Byron Katie's The Work. A very good book, Get Out of Your Own Way by Goldberg and Taming Your Grandlin by Rick Carlson. All these are wonderful opportunities for you guys to really develop your originator. So 15 minutes a day, closer to being an originator. And remember, originators are powerful people that create freedom in their own life. They develop abundance, resourceful mindset that allow you to increase opportunities and ventures and travel. This is a desire I have for you. Feel free to reach out if you have questions and listen to our next podcast as we continue on our journey of making headway with your inner dialogue. Thank you so much. This is Dr. Trudeau. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Own Your Edge with Dr. D. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure to check out the show notes for tools, strategies, and guest information. You can even download a chapter of Dr. D's book, Generous Authority, at ownyouredgepodcast.com. Stay tuned for the next episode.